Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vulnerable Podcast. I am your host, Anastasia Gabrielle Flores, and today I'm interviewing Emily Vassilo. She's 21 from Sydney, Australia, and she recently came out with an ebook titled Level Up Your Self Love, which I feel is just really relevant, especially right now in quarantine. I feel like we have so much more time to just overthink everything, overanalyze, and just be on our phones. So I really wanted her to share her journey of how she came about writing about this book and her self-love journey and just tips and advice and all of that good stuff. So yeah. Yeah, pretty much like my ebook, I guess, if you want me to like to start talking about that first. Um, Yeah, I wrote my ebook last year um, and released it last year. So I don't know, just something about, like, writing an ebook. It was just, like, in the back of my head, like, something I knew I wanted to do, like, for myself and for, obviously, like, the community I was um, building. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, the one thing that I felt um, really strongly about and very passionate about was self-love. And I was like, well, I'm going to write an ebook around, you know, self-love. And I, I remember, like, saying to myself, you know, the how, and it's like the how just, like, kind of blocked me and stopped me for so long so I was like oh how do I do this oh yeah I want to know how to do this but like how do I do this and I feel like that's just something that I just kind of like like get in my way but then I don't know what it was I think I just kind of stopped overthinking it and it's like the desire to actually want to help people and put something out there um, really allowed the creativity to flow and I ended up creating it I think maybe within a couple of months maybe like three to four months yeah um, and I would, I would just pretty much like work on it whenever I had you know free time between like work and um and all of that you know other, other stuff I was doing so I uh, yeah just it was kind of like just like my little like side hobby at the time but I just I guess I kind of undervalued how much it would help people how much you know like value was kind of in it um mm-hmm. so yeah I've yeah created an ebook and it's called level up your self-love I'm just like I kind of love the whole thing about like leveling up your life and <laughs> you know like that that song level up by Kiara is like probably my theme song um because <laughs> yeah I love I love the whole dear idea of like yeah it's like yeah you know you can do self-love but it's like I feel like so many people as well like look at it and say how do you even do that so I've pretty much broken down in the ebook I've broken down self-love into I think about four different um I guess pillars or chapters um and for me like it, it like it all pretty much stems around um and covers um unleashing your on um, your vulnerability I feel like vulnerability is a really big and important aspect of self-love that not a lot of people you know shine a light on mm-hmm. um and it's all about it's connecting to that inner and deeper part of yourself and really allowing yourself to be seen by others and heard and just becoming really vulnerable like being vulnerable doesn't make you weak and yeah I've got a beautiful quote in there as well by Brene Brown I remember watching this beautiful documentary um that she you know did last year and I, you know, straight away my whole perspective on like vulnerability and courage and, and all of that just really expanded and I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. So I drew on that inspiration as well and I drew on a lot of, you know, different people that I've looked up to and um, that have really inspired me 
and I take the I take their quotes and I pretty much yeah use them and apply them into into the ebook as well and you'll you'll get to see that when you if you choose to read it so yeah unleashing your vulnerability is one of them and then of course shining your light is the second chapter because again that's what my brand is all about that's what message is all about shining your light on who you are and not hiding you know that deeper part of yourself and especially I guess again drawing on my personal experience I remember you know constantly comparing myself and to people around me to other girls you know people I saw on social media and just I guess eventually just hiding you know the part of myself rather than letting myself shine brightly so that obviously yeah is a really big part as well of like shining a light and then the uh, last two chapters talk about loving your mind um which obviously like delves into your self-talk so your positive Mm -hmm. versus negative self-talk um and just really like observing the way you choose to think and the things you choose to say about yourself is really important because obviously for example like if we were together and we were talking like I wouldn't dare say to you a negative you know compliment or a bad thing about you but it's like it's so easy for us to do that with you know with ourselves and like our unconscious mind mm-hmm. is just like constantly spitting out negative things about ourselves you know when we're in that state of mind and we don't right. even realize that so now I've kind of drawn up the tools like you know I call it like as Melissa and Brazini says you're in a mean girl and <laughs> I loved reading that book so much because again it kind of like um, sparked that that light about wow like we all have this you know inner critic or this inner mean girl or mean boy who pretty much is stemmed from our ego and wants to tear us down and does you know wants to wants to keep us stuck it doesn't want us to grow but then mm-hmm. learning to observe that and learning to just say thank you and like you can like leave now like you're not one you know not, like you know to acknowledge that part of you and just to say thank you and then let it go is mm. like there's just so much like it feels like such a simple thing but yeah it honestly really is so much uh-huh. yeah so much power behind it like when you actually navigate that skill it's so powerful because it's like you have actually um won you know you've won over those inner mean, inner mean you know thoughts or statements that you've been saying and believing about yourself and then rewriting your story so that chapter really kind of delves into that a little bit and I just you know talk about I give some like self-love exercises as well and just yeah some things that people can actually do so they're not just reading something but they also are learning how to apply it straight away because I feel like integration obviously is the biggest thing yeah um and the last chapter yeah talks about um loving your body so you know feeding it like nourishing your you know, not just nourishing your mind and your spirit, but also nourishing your body and loving your body. Like body image for me, um, I break that down as well in the chapter into two different parts, but body image for me is another thing that, you know, from personal experience, I just, I, you know, I really empathize with a lot of women knowing how they feel, knowing, you know, what we go through as women, especially when it comes to that topic. Mm-hmm. And again, like, you know, seeing how the link between your mind and your body is so strong because again when I had um like drawing on my own experience when I had a negative obviously mindset about myself and I wasn't complimenting myself I wasn't able to receive compliments I wasn't you know I didn't feel good about myself and then obviously that internally you know turned into a physical thing of like I didn't feel good or when I looked in the mirror I didn't like what I saw I didn't Mm -hmm. have that confidence so that all pretty much you know, it plays on each other really um, in a really big way. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the last chapter where I talk about, you know, body image and learning to confidently own who you are, own your body, own your light, own your magic and your, your beauty because literally, like, body 
your owning your you know outer beauty is yes important too but it's also about owning your inner beauty as well like there's so much more than what's just on the outside right and so yeah like that's pretty much what my my first ebook um talks about and delves into and just pretty much yeah shining that light onto all these different key aspects that make up I guess the core of what self-love really is and what I feel it really means as well for me and hopefully yeah inspiring a lot of other women around the world and um, just to kind of look into that a little bit deeper to act as that guide for them. Yes that's so exciting I'm so excited to actually read it. Um, Thank you. (laughs) How do you think your journey to self-love began? Well, for me, I mean, I started my self-development, like personal growth journey when I was about like 15, 16. And so I, um, it's like at that time, you know, when other people around me my age were like, you know, obviously talking about like um, boys and like all this other like, you know, all this other stuff, like I didn't really care too much about that. Obviously, I was on my own journey and I pretty much looked at it um as a way of just wanting to like invest in myself and I had that positive influence around me as well with like my mum and other people I was already like following or looking up to um but my real self-love journey like actually didn't really spark until I was probably around 17 18 and there's a blog post I wrote and I like I published as well on my blog and from like at the end of like 2017 so I think December yeah 2017 when I was reflecting on like my year and I literally said in that in that specific post that self-love saved me in 2017 because of everything like that was the year I really dived deep like headfirst into what it meant and how I needed to really just apply it for myself because my self-worth was low my my self-esteem was low my self-confidence like my body image you know that's when that all started as well for me and so the relationship with myself um really just kind of did a 180 pretty much because I knew that yeah self-love was that thing that you know saved me at the end of the day um by investing in myself working working on myself and just learning to accept myself as well like that was such a big challenge for me especially that year when I guess I'd first started I'm not just learning about it in a deeper way, but also applying it. Like, this is why I get in my ebook I talk about, it's not just obviously about learning about something, but knowing how to apply it for yourself. And it's going to look and feel different for everyone. Like, everyone's on their own journey when it comes to self-love. But um, I feel like the key thing that everyone shares in common is, like I said, like, it's like when you start, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but, like, that's part of your growth. And just, like, accepting and honouring that is so important. So I definitely, yeah, I obviously didn't start it, start this journey on my own. I had a lot of, you know, like I said, I had support from my mum. I had support from a few friends around me at the time, and I had support. I invested in a life coach as well. So that definitely, yeah, gave me, especially um, the tools, I guess, I needed just to find that place of, like, okay, like, this is where I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, yeah, I kind of got to that place, like I said, at the end of, um, I guess, 2017, where I was able to just look at the whole year and um, and feel really proud of, of where I'd come, I guess, from, from the start of my journey. And even now, like looking, I guess that was like three years ago. So even looking now, like how much further I have come along in my journey with self-love, it's like it's a thing that's constantly evolving and growing with you and 
and um, even just knowing that is um, really rewarding in itself to know that every year you're just going to get stronger and you're going to know more about yourself and you're going to grow with yourself you know because you're pretty much at the end of the day that's what it's all about it's about becoming your best friend because you're the one person that you you live with for the rest of your life you know yes that is so true it's Um, like you don't want to live your life you know for the rest of your life like living in war with yourself you'd rather be in peace and harmony with yourself mm mm-hmm exactly and I guess like when you're going through it it can seem so hard and so like out of the ordinary to you know start small um practices or changes in your daily routine but it's like once you get over that hump it's like it's more I guess clear you know because now when I'm even reflecting yeah well, even for me, like, even, like, reflecting on, you know, the first time I did mirror work, for example, because that's something as well that, you know, I definitely had to go through and um, obviously with my body image struggles and, and self-love and coming mm-hmm. to that self-acceptance, that place of, you know, accepting myself, that was definitely super confronting and super difficult and challenging and overwhelming and emotional as well. And again, this is why I t- this is why I talk about, you know, unleashing a vulnerability because it's like those different, you know, stages and things you have to go through like it's gonna feel really hard and it's not gonna be pretty like self-love isn't pretty all the time you know and I think that's sometimes a mask that we look at on social media it's like oh she loves herself she accepts herself like it's really pretty like it's not um it's not always gonna be and that's just I think learning to be okay with that as well because I like reflect back like I said on the first time I did mirror work and yeah it was super uncomfortable and then reflecting back on like maybe the fifth time or the sixth time, you know, that I did it last year. And I was like, okay, that was like a lot easier. Um, And then seeing the girl next to me do it. And I was like, oh, she's in a difficult place. That's where I was this time last year, you know? So kind Mm -hmm. of reflecting on that. And again, seeing that we're all in a different, you know, time in our journeys, but like we're all going to get there eventually, you know what I mean? And just honoring that um, is, yeah, really... I guess really special just to have that moment with yourself and be proud of like where you know where you are on your journey. And did you sorry, did you say mirror work? I did. Um, I've never heard of that term. Um, I guess for anyone no. listening oh. <laughs> Let let me educate you, Gabby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me educate you. Okay, well I I pretty much started like educating myself about mirror work because um uh, my mum gave me this beautiful book, um, by Louise Hay. Um if you don't know her as well, please, like, rest rest in peace. But, like, look her up. She is so beautiful. Um, all of her work is just, yeah, it's just, like, just the way she divinely guides you, whether it's, like, about, you know, the law of attraction or, you know, just really self-love mm-hmm. is, um, yeah, really beautiful. And so she gave me her book to read about mirror work. And, again, this is the first time I'd ever really heard about it as well. And so um, it's pretty much just about practising coming you know face to face with yourself like in the mirror so um and just you know really honoring you know like looking at your own gaze honoring um your own presence you know in the mirror Mm -hmm. and um and I guess yeah this is the really vulnerable side of it because it's not just you know again like self-love isn't just about you know taking a a pretty selfie and then posting it and being like yep I love myself I look great you know but it's also about allowing yourself to be really present with yourself Mm -hmm. in these moments and so um I remember the first time yeah I I guess again became really aware 
that I didn't know or I felt really uncomfortable doing mirror work is because I had a friend um, take me in front of the mirror and then he said, you know, show me like three things that you really like about yourself. And like, I couldn't say anything. I felt so distraught by that, that I just mm. like, I couldn't say anything. And so that's when yeah, mom gave me this book and was like, okay, we're gonna, you know, start this journey now to loving and accepting yourself. And it's like in that moment, it's not about comparing yourself to anyone. It's literally just about seeing you like gazing in your own eyes maybe if you want to say some like beautiful positive empowering I am statements to yourself or even just having like an open and loving conversation with yourself to say you know how are you doing beautiful I know we've you know had a really rough journey but I'm so proud of you you know it's safe like to feel loved it's safe to be vulnerable just like having that whatever it is like that you feel like you need to um, communicate like a daily mantra yeah exactly so and now, like, I, yeah, now when I do my mirror work, I mean, it's not, like, super often, but I know that even if I just have a moment or, you know, a couple of seconds or minutes every day where I kind of just admire and honour my own presence, like I said, like, look at your own gaze and just talk in your mind's eye or talk out loud, you know, if you want to, um, and just kind of, yeah, just honouring your own presence and, and building that strong and positive empowering connection relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. Um, rather than obviously looking at yourself in the mirror and then constantly seeing all these flaws or picking yourself apart and comparing yourself to like every other person that you see on on social media or in you know in real life so yeah that's um that's kind of my I guess interpretation of mirror work in a short summary but I definitely (laughs) would recommend yeah like I said reading that book and there's just so many other like beautiful resources and you know um, things that you can like pick up online as well just to give you a bit more um, guidance with that as well right and you mentioned comparison and I feel like especially during quarantine um, yeah. I personally have been on my phone like way too much and yes. have even noticed within myself like comparing and all these different kinds of things and I guess like what advice would you give for maybe anyone trying to you know, anyone that's not on a good journey right now during quarantine, you know, on their phone more often and that sort of thing. So I feel like I was the same, like, especially, you know, when I started my quarantine and isolation journey, I definitely was on my phone a lot more. And I noticed just like, not that I was like comparing, but I noticed like, the just more use obviously of like my phone and social media, especially was just draining my energy. Yeah. And so I feel like for a lot of yeah people out there, especially if you're someone who's like an empath or again, like you're just, you know, constantly feeling um, like you're comparing yourself to everyone else. So I guess the first practical thing I would say is obviously put down your phone, which I know feels so much easier to say than do. But for me, like I just started to mindfully put in, I guess, um, time restrictions. So I would just say, okay, yes, I'm going to first limit. of all... <laughs> Yeah, so first of all, like, I'm not going to look at my phone. And, like, you might obviously be tempted because, again, like, you're making a habit out of it or, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to build in a new um, a new thing that you want to, like, practice and, and, you know, follow through. But you could make it even, like, a ritual or something. Um, I believe it's all, all, all about, like, language. So, again, like, instead of saying, for example, like, 
isolate or restrict or any like word that doesn't really feel good for you just like choose a word that feels good for you and you're like okay this is part of my self-love ritual or practice and like I'm not going to touch my phone for let's say the first 30 minutes or so until I feel like I'm good and I'm primed and I'm in a good headspace mm-hmm. um because I definitely was very guilty of that like I'd wake up and the first thing I'd do is go on social media and then if you're unconsciously comparing yourself to all these people that's like the way you're starting your day that's the first thing you're doing and seeing and you're telling yourself before you even jumped out of bed like you're not good enough like how you know right. horrible is that so you know you want to this is why like I know for a lot of people like you know the first thing they might do is you know meditate or say gratitude or even do their mirror work in the morning before they even touch their phone because at least you've established that beautiful connection um with yourself first and you've taken care of yourself before going and you know tapping into everyone else's energy field Mm -hmm. because that's kind of what it is on social media like you're tapping into everyone's energy field and you're like okay she's doing that she's wearing that she's cooking that that's cool you know oh I like that so (laughs) it's like you're tapping into all these different things um and that's why it is really easy to absorb all of that energy and want to compare ourselves because we're telling ourselves essentially in that moment we're not good enough so I feel like the way to kind of I guess limit the need to compare because like I said, as they say, comparison is a thief of joy and it is so true. There's not a single time where you will compare yourself to someone else and you'll feel good about it. You know what I mean? So right. um, I guess, yeah, just consciously reminding yourself that you are good enough. Like you, you are good enough as you are. You do not need to compare yourself and that reminding yourself that you were on your own journey. So let's say like you're comparing yourself because, you know, you're seeing someone, um, you know, and they've got like this really good body and they're working out and whatever, and they're still keeping themselves, you know, fit and whatever during quarantine. And then let's say you don't feel as good or you feel like maybe your fitness or health has been like, you know, decreasing a little and you're comparing yourself in that manner. Mm -hmm. Um, you, all you need to do is like take a moment to just obviously put your phone away because you don't need to look at that anymore, but just take a moment to, Um, either like, you know, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, or again, this is an opportunity to do mirror work as well. And just remind yourself that you are on your own journey and that your mental health, like first and foremost comes first. So, you know, where you are is only like temporary. So just know that you can take care of your mental health first and find different ways to, um, you know connect back to yourself so like know that you don't need to compare yourself to someone else's journey you know because you're on your own journey Um, right and again and and I guess also like I guess you know the biggest thing we also remember is with social media it's all a big highlight reel and like I'm someone who likes to keep it very real and very authentic on social media but it's like even even on social media, obviously I'm not going to share every little detail about my life or what I'm feeling in every moment. So it's like, um, yeah, just know that even like, people like, like me who, who, um, have a deep understanding and awareness of that still, you know, might, I might catch myself and be like, you know what, like that was, I was just having a human moment because like, I literally make a light of it now because I'm like, you know what, I brought awareness to it. I've and I've let it go and I forgive I've forgiven myself and I think that's the biggest thing as well when you compare yourself like learn to forgive yourself afterwards as well and tell you remind yourself again that you are good enough because you know you got to like I guess repair that you know it's like anything you got to repair the damage repair the connection mm-hmm. back to yourself and just the more you remind yourself and reassure yourself of something like that's why I personally believe 
I am statements are so powerful because you're telling yourself, like, for example, I am beautiful, I am strong. Like, if you do that constantly um, and repetitively as well, like, you are going to feel so much lighter and stronger and empowered and connected to not just yourself but, like, a higher source as well if that's something you choose to, like, believe in and follow. So, yeah, and then you feel the need to, like, compare. You just learn to appreciate someone else's, you know, beauty or life or, you know, whatever it is you're comparing yourself to. Um, you learn to appreciate it rather than compare it, you know? Right. And I mean, that is true with Instagram. You can't see the behind the scenes. And I think that even for me, that's something that I'm always reminding myself of, you know? Um, and I even wish like anyone looking at my posts could, you know, I wish I could share, you know, everything with them as well, I guess, but I'm just like a private person. So it's just finding that happy medium of like, sharing enough of your personal life um along with your like photos you know but yeah, exactly but yeah um and when you were talking about everything um I remembered Cardia actually in a video she had Cardia Milan had actually talked about like holding her own hand and just like yeah. how during times like that you just realize that you're not alone and you will always have yourself and even if it seems kind of silly it's like that physical thing that you can see and touch yeah absolutely myself recently I've also been introduced you know in um in regards to like you know how I hold myself and like having a deeper connection to myself through like havening and through again like through you know, a different way of, you know, doing um, mirror work or just doing different things exactly as a way to kind of feel like you're holding yourself and to soothe yourself and comfort yourself and Mm -hmm. I guess not looking for that external validation in a way um, because that's definitely a really deep, deep part of your self-love that I've, again, only just kind of um, learned about and I'm still moving through. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's all a process and it's all, you know, um, it's not going to happen, like, obviously overnight. But, um, yeah, I definitely agree with what Cardia said. I think, yeah, that's definitely a really beautiful way to, like, look at it. Mm-hmm. And what are, I guess, like, if you have um, a couple or maybe just one, um, you know, tip or piece of advice for just someone, you know, after listening to this podcast to start implementing, um, like, a new self-care regimen into their life or routine well again I feel like that's something that can look and feel different I know for myself Mm -hmm. I was putting so many expectations on myself to be like you should be doing this and this is how it's meant to look because that's what I was seeing everyone else on Instagram doing (laughs) (laughs) so again comparison you know and then I kind of came to the conclusion they're like oh it doesn't actually need to look like that because it's obviously not feeling good it's not feeling how it's meant to so I guess coming back to the feeling of like okay what actually makes you feel good what makes your soul happy or feel that peace and content and exploring that part of you and so Um, I guess for me, like, I personally love to, I don't have, like, a regiment, but I definitely, you know, I'll take a day out of the month um, and I'll do, like, oh, what do I call it? I call it, I've gone blank now, but I call it, like, a mindfulness, yeah, me day or something like that, and it's pretty much saying, like, a whole day 
dedicated to loving and caring for myself. Um, and that, and again, like I tap into that intuitively because that will look different every time I go to do it. But, right. you know, I might decide to like, you know, do yoga for 20 minutes and then, you know, do some breath work and meditation to connect back to um, like my physical body and my spirit. Um, and then dancing is a really big self-care thing I do as well because like I'm a dancer but I just I love it anyway it lights my soul on fire so that's definitely a big thing that I implement every day um, regardless of how I'm feeling or what I'm doing um, and then writing or journaling as well is a really big self-care thing for me too and it's just yeah. very therapeutic so obviously yeah that's one of the reasons I started my blog to begin with because you know when I was like going through um my struggles with like you know depression and body image and all this all these different things I was dealing with back then I used writing as like my therapy in a way and I just kind of like you know like helped me to release some of the thoughts that I guess I was keeping in my head so yeah exactly that sort of thing I guess with self-care can look different but kind of like similar to how I said on your story like on the IG tape empowering for your mind um and then feel they find something that's obviously you know really good for your soul too lights your soul on fire or makes it feel you know really happy and joyful and then something as well that's you know for your body you're going to nourish your body with really good um foods and just you know finding that way to every time like for example you go to eat you're like you're mindful about it and you're grateful for the food you're eating because like you're giving your body so much love and energy you know just kind of like looking at things I guess from those perspectives um in those in those ways as well they're their own forms of like yeah self-care and and self-love yeah and um I guess if this is too personal, you do not have to answer, but I guess, like, what advice would you give your past self? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> I get, like, kind of emotional every time I think about it because, um, yeah, definitely, like, not too personal, darling, but I love looking back, I guess, like I said, how far I've come, so that's why I get emotional about it. But I definitely would tell my, I guess, past or younger self, younger M, that um, she is enough as she is. So she doesn't need to um, compare herself to herself, look, you know, skinnier or look a certain way or act a certain way because, like, she is beautiful as she is and she isn't she wasn't born to like fit in so that's why she's so miserable all the time because she's trying to fit in like you're going to stand out and other people are going to embrace your magic and your weirdness and your you know beautiful nature um very soon so just keep like believing in yourself because your your time is coming (laughs) i love that um And yeah, so where can everyone find your ebook? They can find my ebook. Um, it's actually linked in my um, in the bio of my Instagram. So if you go to at shine in your light, um, you will um, yeah, that's my page. So you can follow <laughs> me there. And then in the bio, you'll find my blog, Shine in Your Light, as well as the ebook, um, Level Up Your Self Love. Um, so you'll find all of that magic there. Awesome. And I guess 
what um besides your book that i'm super excited to read um what other i guess recommendations would you give whether that's like books or maybe like a youtube channel or anything out there i guess since it's quarantine for people just to um educate themselves on like i learned about mirror work today um yeah of course um well like i said yeah so festival mirror work by louise l hay definitely really um good to look at because it's one of those in um integrative books as well like it's a super easy read but it's one of those books where like you read it and you can integrate it obviously as you go along because that's like the point of it Uh so give those practical um resources as well um and then another one like i mentioned before would be um melissa ambrosini mastering your mean girl because again that talks a lot about like i said like the inner mean critics or like you know thoughts that we have and then learning how to change them around so that they're empowering and their thoughts of love and kindness um so that's another really good book i would recommend and then i guess just in regards to um like other resources there are so many people that i follow on yeah on social media like you know like um cardio milan um I'm trying to think now off the top of my head. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa Brazzini, Tony Robbins, um, Sarah's Day, like so many people that I guess cover, um, like, yeah, Lewis Howes, like so many people I follow that just cover, like, so many different aspects, like I said, of self-love, whether it's the physical or the mental or the spiritual, like, yeah, so many different beautiful, empowering souls out there. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely a few that I yeah recommend going to follow and even if you go on like my instagram and see who i'm following like you'll just you'll see the type of beautiful content that i'm you know i'm absorbing in in the energy so definitely feel free to follow any of those people as well awesome thank you so much thank you so much i love chatting to you (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on the vulnerable podcast today um and i'm really excited to read your book Thank you. I hope you love it. I'm so excited as well. Yeah, super amazing. And you guys can find her at Shine Your Light on Instagram. And then her book is just um, titled Leveling Up Your Self-Love. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening.